Well, good evening, good people. <laughs> it's the <laughs> what episode is it? Is it one ten? It's no two eleven. It's two eleven. One ten. Good God! Back in the day, <laughs> right? That was like a hundred episodes ago. Episode two hundred and eleventh of the Mina's House podcast. I mean to say what? I'm Shayna B. Dex Ducky. Happy Black History Month, guys! Shayna wanted to make sure we are reminded. Yes, shortest month of the year for all this greatness that we gave this country. (laughs) She wore her not Rosa Parks shirt today. (laughs) That's my move for the rest of the week. Nah, not doing it. (laughs) Like it's started. Not doing it. (laughs) Nope. Try again. (laughs) Not today. How about you, Dexter? Where's your Black History Month uh, attire? Well, look, I have to wait for our month. So Spanish (laughs) History Month, half of it is in September and the other half is in October. So y'all think y'all got the short end of the stick because you only got 28 days. We don't even got a full month. We got like half of a month and then half of another month. Half of your month was on layaway. Like, right, right. Like, they wasn't sure they was gonna give it to you. Right. They're like, okay, we only go. We gonna do half to <laughs> half today and half tomorrow. <laughs> okay, Garnett, looking all joining the pod, looking all professional now. Okay. <laughs> what was the guy on a, a, a girlfriend's? Okay, William. Oh, <laughs> Garnett got an all that background. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> all that. All that. You sold the house today, Garnet? You look like you sold the house today. I wish I did. I got mad stuff done though. Hopefully I picked up a couple more clients today. So that's it. Just working. All right. Well, the big news this week as we get into our feed is our girl Rihanna's pregnant. Ooh-ooh. Yes. <laughs> Man, uh, another one bites the dust. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, I didn't know. I had no clue that when I first found out about ASAP Rocky back in like 2010 or whatever, that he was going to be my arch nemesis for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not feeling it. Um, yeah, he 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 hit the jackpot with this man. Is, is this like? So you have Beyonce, right? She's like way up here, right? Like, where does Rihanna fall as far as like, like right right next door? Right. Like <laughs> in effect, as far as like desirable, I think it. Beyonce's Don't there, but I think be- Rihanna may be the <laughs> next level up in the sense oh, of okay. in the sense of like Rihanna's definitely has the more of an exotic look than Beyonce has. And also like we kind of knew forever that Beyonce was off limits. Like she was kind of always like under her dad or like like basically married. Rihanna, <laughs> Rihanna, we we kind of had a shot, you know, <laughs> like, if we caught her at the club, we might be able to slip her our number or something like that. I don't know. But like, she's approachable. She's young. And it's like, you know, like, it's like, this is kind of, I can see why people are kind of hurt by this. Cause it's like, I mean, not that we really had a shot, but it's like, but, had a shot. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. I was going to say, I think Beyonce has always kind of been like off limits. You know, it's not like, it's not like someone you dream about, you know, because right. like, why would I dream about Beyonce? Right. But I think. <laughs> <up in your mind. laughs> right. But like, I think Rihanna was definitely 
someone people she's thought available. was obtain, obtainable. And it's not because because she's a, she's a billionaire. So to be clear, she's not I obtainable at all. <laughs> right. But the aura that she puts out is you feel like you know her. That's why I think everybody was so excited about the pregnancy, right? Like we all feel like she's our bestie in our head and we know her. And that's where the, you know, the relatability comes in where you do feel like you can approach her, but you can't because she's worth a billion dollars. But even from an attainable standpoint, though, like maybe not, maybe not me and Garnett, but there are guys like Drake and Chris Brown who are like, they wouldn't have tried to approach Beyonce, but even they can't get Rihanna now. Like he's like, there are guys that she's dated, guys in the industry that say that she's their crush, even they can't get to her now like right. it, this is this is devastating across the country <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say you know i think the thing is she dated those like notable guys and then she like dated too like so you know what i mean like she was kind of like living her best life as this young figure you know and you know unattached she was with the billionaire dude too for a while but you know to see her like locked in with somebody and now having a baby it is a big deal. Yeah. I think it's the end of an era. Like, literally, like, Rihanna was that your young single friend that makes mad money and yeah. popping bottles all the time, smoking weed, you know, yeah. like, yeah. living our best life. And it's like, she's about to be a mom. Like, mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj is a mother. Rihanna is a mother. Like, this is the end of, <laughs> like, an era. For people in our age bracket, like, millennials, <laughs> Who literally, you know, like we celebrated and 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 partied to their music, and you know, it's like, damn, they got I, their mamas now. Right. I think I felt even different about Nikki than Rihanna because I mean, obviously, it was some speculation like, oh, she gonna have a kid because Safari had a kid and everything, but it was like Rihanna wasn't trying to pop out no babies because Chris Brown and Drake and whoever was. She I mean, like, you, living my best life. <laughs> you do have to give a shout out to your friends over at the FBI because they did call this quite some time mm, ago. They did. Listen, the Federal Bureau of the Internet be on it. But how many times have y'all gotten it wrong before <laughs> where y'all had her pregnant? <laughs> and now all of a sudden it's true. But, you know, we're happy for her. I just I feel like everybody's growing up. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like people get married. They have kids. It. But then you think about it, like people are at that age, even we're at that age, too. So like it's even with our close friends, like some of my friends will be like, oh, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, what? Like, what do you what do you mean? Because I went to high school with you. What do you mean you're pregnant? Like, it's just it's it's weird. We're getting old. Yeah, it's definitely weird. I was telling my mom, I'm like, I'm not in the mind space to have a baby. Like, I I just want to be like, oh, I want. Oh, let's go drinking. Let's go. You know, like. I want to fuck it. I'll show up to work drunk. You know, like you can't, you can't live that lifestyle anymore when you have a child. Or now. I'm going to say, I'm sure it's somebody somewhere doing it. I hope they're not showing up to work drunk. I used to show up to work drunk a lot, like from the night before. Like I drank so much that I didn't, and I didn't sleep enough. So I got up and I'm like, whoa. It. What do you mean you used to? This is still going down. <laughs> still going down. You understand? Listen, if 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 Garnett ever gets someone pregnant, I will be like, wow, it's really the end of an era. <laughs> and I'm the boy. Right. I'm it's say, like he growing up. Look at how professional he dressed right now. Let's listen. Look at this. That's that's, that's the only thing. 
And it's weird too, because because I want to say I want to say it's different with guys, like because you know guys aren't the responsible ones, but like all my friends who have kids, like they really will not go out no more. Like they are, it's like they're different people now. When guys have kids, they really turn into a whole responsible ones. They really turn into a whole different person. Some, (laughs) some, (laughs) some go the other way. You you wanna know what's crazy? Like I know it was mad people waiting on this like Rihanna to drop some new music, but like I guess that ain't happening no time soon. No. Put a fork in it. Well, it definitely is not. Is her music even gonna be the same? Like the lullabies. How could you dum dum dee da dum dum da dum da? You know, like with I don't know. But what is she what is she gonna talk about now? I I just but you know what? She wasn't writing her music anyway. I was like, she was but, but, yeah, but even 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 with her not writing it, though, like it still made sense. And it felt like that's how she was feeling. But right. now it's like, I don't even know what I would want you. Like, I guess you have to. How, like, what are you going to talk about? That's she what can always do the reggae about. thing that, that yeah. there's no there's That'll no work. brand that like you can always do. You know, ri- rhythm music. You can always do that. Pop yeah. music. Yeah. We are going to get everything that we wanted. You hear me? We're going to get that <laughs> Rihanna and ASAP Rocky collab album. What do you mean? It's going to be about a baby, though. We're not going to get poured up anymore. It. Oh, they'll, be, no, they'll be like love songs. They'll do love songs. They could probably do songs that lead like sexual songs because obviously they had to have sex. I don't need that. I don't need, <laughs> that. I need some music from her. I really don't need nobody else on it. <laughs> all right um one more people- thing though i do think though sadly we will never get another rihanna and drake song and that to me is more devastating than her being pregnant right now i think we weren't getting that even before she got <laughs> pregnant bro <laughs> she's so over that sad <laughs> um so everybody announced their pregnancy the brat and her partner are pregnant um nick cannon is pregnant again with his eighth child mm-hmm. Yeah, no pull-out. No pull-out. It's not that. It's that he's like he's literally going raw in multiple women at multiple times. Like his kids at the same time. The back. What you said? I said at the same time. If if we start counting, like how many in his last year? Like four. Yeah. Uh, I think he only had two before. So <laughs> he got eight. Yes, you're right. So it was like he went from two to eight. <laughs> no, he had three before because he got them twins and then the girl that has a golden. So they had he had them three. So and yeah, then he so, had another set of twins. Right. Well, never. Then he had another set that passed. So we can't even count them because the girl that had the twins passed. But in this last year, so he had. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. Like I, that's why I feel like he just feels bad and wants to make babies because she was pregnant, had a miscarriage. And then she had twins, like a couple months later. Oh, and they, I didn't and they know weren't together. Like that's why I'm so confused. Like, and then I thought, you know, I don't know. So yeah, so to your point, it's like six within the last twelve months. Wow. Well, let's count eighteen months. So, you know, you count why they was pregnant. That's a lot of people you're sleeping with. Yeah, Nick Cannon is really funny, man, because he he's one of those like. Low key, like he he's a very smart, like woke dude. And right now I think he's just too woke. I don't know what <laughs> book he read that he felt like this is the like this is the move. I think even all of the kids and 
what's 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 up with Nick, man? I think looking at your background, it, it, it guys for the podcast listeners, he has an all that background. It makes me think back to Nick Cannon and all that, and like the perception of him, Gigolo Nick Cannon, where people would say that he's corny and all that kind of stuff like this. And I don't think you shaped it. I think that if you've grown up and you've been in this industry and people called you corny, this, that, and the third, like that stuff always kind of like flows with you. And now that Nick has money and a little bit more notoriety, I think he's still that same guy who feels like he's so corny or whatever, and he's trying to overcompensate for it. And he's overcompensating by having sex and having all these kids. Now, you think I, that changed when he married Mariah Carey? No, because because think about it. Like, he got Mariah Carey or whatever, and it was, like, boosting him, boosting him up and stuff like that. But then they got a divorce. And notice he started doing all this extra stuff once he Mar- Mariah Carey got a divorce. But also, remember, Nick Cannon was dating Christina Milian, who was gorgeous. Yeah. He cheated on Christina Milian. With Salida E. Banks. Salida E. Banks. Yeah. He's with Salida E. Banks, gorgeous as well. Lost her, got Mariah, had got her pregnant. She lost her. Like, I think Nick may be corny. Like, I think it may be one of those things that he has some personal things with himself that he's not keeping these women around. So, like, if I can get them and I can bag them, whatever, and I and I have a kid with them, I still got them. And I think that's how he's looking at it. Well, they were saying that because he has lupus and he felt like his life. I don't believe it. <laughs> gonna come to an end. <laughs> That's what you just hoping like would be a reason that you would even again. And I love Nick Cannon. I love his personality. I actually love how open he is. Well, too open. <laughs> but, but like, yeah, it's just like from a sexual like all the women they pH balance got to be messed up. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> they all have bacterial vaginosis. Oh, got it. Because I mean, that's you dipping and doing it, and these are just the ones. Guys, we don't even know how many just didn't get pregnant. Like, we don't know. Yo, you're in my head. I I, I literally was going to say, these are just the women he's getting pregnant. Like, th- he has to be having sex with more women that are going to pop up. I just think, look, I get that he has money and I get that he loves kids and he wants multiple kids. <clears throat> and, you know, I just think it's really hard for someone with all the jobs that he has to give every child the personal attention that that child needs, not to mention he just lost a child. So that was a conversation inside of this. Like how uncomfortable is this for the woman that just lost her child then? And what that announcement came, what a month ago to now announce there's another child coming, you know, it, 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 it's like borderline insensitive, but you don't want to like, not give the child that's coming it's just due it's just a sticky situation and this is what happens when you're having them back to back like this you know obviously no one foresaw then passing away but it creates an uncomfortable situation where okay this this person's mourning your the death of your child but you're also celebrating another child it's just it, it it's not good i agree yeah, that, and, and that's what i mean it's like so let's make this clear. Like he's been really rich for a long time. Like this isn't like yesterday. Like, right. so to have him like roll out of bed these last couple of years, it was like, aha, every girl I come across, I'm just going to impregnate. It's like, what, what happened? Like what, what yeah. really happened? What was it? The sickness? I don't know. He felt, he knows he's had that, you know, for a while too. Like I, I really feel like, you know, ever since he put that turban on, he's been acting different. <laughs> he but I was going to say now, and I'll just say this as um, um, 
a family of people that have lupus and a potential candidate of lupus. I think it's one thing to know that you have it, but he, and I'm not saying that this is an excuse, right. but he did start getting really sick from it. Because right. again, it's manageable. It's like one of those things where you can be completely fine all your life, know you have it, and then you'd be so autoimmune compromised where, where he was in the hospital a couple of times. But even that, I don't think, and I'm not him, but I don't think would be a good reason. Like, okay, you want multiple kids, but you do have the opportunity. And I'm sure these women, if you chose, maybe not Mariah, but the next girl that you now have two, if you say, hey, listen, I want to have an army of them, I'm sure she'd have been down for it. Like, so why? Because to Nina's point, not only is it multiple, they're like multiple moms in different states. And diff- like, so you got to split your time so much that it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. He's on some pro black stuff, man. He's just trying to keep the the melanin alive or something. I, I don't know it. what's going. He could have <laughs> adopted some kids, <laughs> or, or or like look at Madonna. Madonna adopted every African kid out there. Like, I mean, <laughs> it, it's like I'm just saying, like I if you wanted kids, look, the man has his reasoning. He has the money. I just I just think if maybe if he would have took his time. But I feel like because he's popping them back to back to back, it's just it's giving exactly. reckless. Yeah, exactly. It's reckless. I'm sorry. Because at your point, you could not not celebrate this child because again, clearly she was already pregnant when Zen was just born. That's what you he said. Yeah, celebrate this child in this. Again, it's just crazy, and that wouldn't have to happen. If, I mean, at least space these kids out if you're gonna be knocking these women out. That's that's <laughs> my thing. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with having that many kids as long as you have dedicated the time to, like, maybe fostering or, you know, making sure each kid at least can walk. (laughs) (laughs) There's, like, like four of them that can't walk. Rock and roll. And, again, they were young when him and Mariah got um, divorced. But they're really the only ones that have had, like, the fullness of his time. Right. And I'm sure he was busy and doing stuff and Mariah doing her stuff, you know, but that's a lot. And I was real like, come on now, how many brothers and sisters we going to have? They ain't even met all their brothers and sisters. Mariah ain't let her child meet the whole clan. You think I was Mariah? Mariah was taking gold in the realm, but she like, um, no, the RV is not big enough for all these other kids. Sorry. <laughs> I will say back to our previous conversation, I did think, and look, granted, he did date Christina Milian and Salida E. Banks, and it's not like he couldn't bag women, but I do think him marrying Mariah gave him a credibility that he didn't have prior to that. Like, I feel like when Mariah married him, we were like, oh, wow. Like, she put a ring on it. And then we started started to evaluate his past. Like, oh, no, he got swag. Look at these girls he's been dating. But I do think that Mariah put his her stamp on that. And like her the people the respect that people have for her kind of transferred to him because then people were like oh but wait but because at first it was like nick cannon's marrying mariah what because it mm-hmm. mariah just seemed so out of his league but yeah. people started saying no but he's making x amount of money and he does this and he does that and he has this, this tv show and that tv show and when you started looking at the, his resume you're like okay we understand why mariah chose this mm-hmm. man she knew stuff we ain't know <laughs> um but I love Nick. I, you know, and I, I, I think big families are a blessing. I just think that it's too fast and these kids are not going to get what they need from their father. And, and it's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in other devastating news, it's like the week of big news. Um, Tom Brady retired. 
which was weird because they said he was going to retire last week. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, no, he's not going to retire. And I don't know if maybe he got snowed in with the rest of us because we got a lot of snow. <laughs> but I don't know what happened this weekend. And then he came out this week and said he's retiring, which, to be honest, I was very surprised. Because to me, Tom Brady seems like a competitive person and he didn't even make it to the championship, the play, you know, the Super Bowl. So to me, I would feel like maybe he would want to achieve those things in order to go out. You know, uh, the way that he lost that final game was, you know, it was kind of devastating. Right. So I was I was surprised by this announcement. I don't think I was surprised. I mean, I've been waiting for it to come. To your point, I, no, 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 not like, like you're old like, ass. You need to like, retire. No, I'm saying he could, the, in the shape that he's in, when you look at other quarterbacks, he could keep playing. Now, do you want to keep playing? Clearly, like, it, you know, in, in a week or so, he was going to get a $15 million bonus. So clearly, you know, money ain't an object for him because he's like, I don't even, I don't even need 15 million because I don't want to play. <laughs> I, I really thought that last year when they won the Super Bowl, he would retire to go out on top. But again, that drive to keep doing it. But then I think the way the game ended this season is like, ooh, do I want to make, you know, you just feel like people should end on their top. And it's like, do I want to, continue this cycle and then I retire like what if this would happen next season then a season after that then you would be like oh man Tom Brady the last three seasons he's like when Jordan came back after playing golf (laughs) right right but I kind of don't I mean I guess it'll be the end because of his age but something in me keeps just telling like in the middle of the season we're gonna see him like suit up and be on somebody's team or something weird that just might happen with Tom Brady I mean, I think it's great for football that he's retiring, to be honest with you. I thought like when he played for the Patriots and then he left him like, oh, he's definitely not going to stick around much longer because it's kind of like a this is your home team. Like you wanted to be with them. You want to vote with them. Then you left. And it's kind of think I think the leaving was kind of like, can I do this somewhere else? I want to prove people wrong where they're like, I'm just winning because I'm with this team. He went to another team. He did well with them. They won the Super Bowl. So then it's like. Uh, what else is there to do? And then I think it's kind of one of those things this year when when they're not in the Super Bowl, it gets it comes to a point where it's just like, you know what, maybe it is time for me to let somebody else take their opportunities and I'm okay with it. I hope he's okay with it. And then it'll be exciting to see what he does next. Yeah, I I agree with both of you. Um, I feel like when you put, so he played 22 years, that's like incredible. Yeah, right, 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 right. In a, in a uh, league where, you know, it's like three to five years max on like average like players uh, their mm-hmm. careers, but doing something for twenty two years at any level, you know, of anything that's professional, that that's just incredible. So it's just like hats off to him to be able to like really do that. Whether you know you're in radio, whether you're in real estate, construction, like giving yourself twenty two years of like doing that every day is just like simply incredible. Um, but yeah, going to Dex's point, I just probably just reach a point where you proved your point. Like, what else do you really have to do? And, you know, I think part of his point might have been, um, you know, walking out on his own terms and not having such a terrible season where it's like, oh, he's not that good. It's like he led the league in passing yards. So, you know, can he still play? Yeah. But, you know, he didn't leave injured. He didn't leave broken up. You know, he didn't leave like, you know, his 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 skill level went down and that's why he's leaving. He left literally like this guy still he still can play like this was a choice. It wasn't forced on him. And like you said, I mean, he he left the team he was with for 20 years. 
proved his point by winning a Super Bowl. And then he had an incredible game, you know, uh, the, how you go out, he's down 27 to three. He comes back in like Brady fashion. It's like, oh my God, he's the GOAT. He came up short, but you know, you still, still give him the credit. Right, right. That's still in the back. It wasn't of even like, him. Wow. They won by a field goal. Right. So it was like completely out of his control. You're not blaming him. Yeah. Not and he off even more. Like, you know what? I'm out. Yeah. Yep. He, 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 he still can walk out with his head held high. And I mean, you know, a lot of ex athletes in general um, just speak about the dedication that they have to put into their work and the lack of, um, you know, attention that they give their family, not saying that he's not there, but he can be doing so much more. And I mean, after 22 years, his kids are getting older, his wife, I'm pretty sure is getting tired, <laughs> you know, and now he gets a chance to, you know, relax a little bit and, you know, spend that quality time. But I wouldn't be surprised mid-season he hopped back in either. <laughs> My boyfriend was saying that because I felt like this wasn't really Tom Brady fashion for him to go out and not even get to the championship. You know, um, I would think when if he were going to go out to your point, Dex, it would have been after the Super Bowl when you're like at the top. But my boyfriend pointed out and said he leads in every category. Mm -hmm. So personally, you know, he has um, he's at the top personally yeah. him, yeah. you know, um. It wasn't his fault that his team didn't make, you know, the championship. They were close, but, you know, he did bring them back and lost by a field goal. But I just didn't see it happening now. It just it kind of caught me off guard. I thought maybe it would be like one more year where he at least would get, you know, to the, to the championship, if not the Super Bowl. Um, but And to piggyback off of that as well. Um, so, like, their team isn't going to be the same coming back. So, you know, they're going to have okay, to... Okay, with your sports analysis. Go <laughs> ahead, Garnett Briscoe. This, this is what I do. <laughs> but, um, yeah, their, their team isn't going to be the same coming back. So, like, keeping that same team, like, it's just a limbo as far as are we actually going to be championship worthy next year? Yeah. It's really worth it. And like I said, you know, he get a chance to walk out on his own. So. so part of the conversation people were having was he wrote, like, an eight-page letter and literally thanked so many people that he's played with, that he's coached with, people that have gave him, given him an opportunity, his family, the fans, um, and no Patriot mention. <laughs> so, uh, the you know, uh, Robert Kraft wrote, like, an, a, a, a really nice note, sent it out on, you know, uh, the Patriots' social media. He retweeted and said something. But in his initial goodbye, there was no mention of the Patriots. So people were like, oh, they're shade, you know, like, so um, I that kind of made me think about like, what's the proper way to quit a job? You know, like, because now in today's world, you have to put up the social media posts, right? It's just the way it is now. Like, I remember when I left my job doing mornings at Power 99, people were like on my social media, like, where are you? Where are you? What's going on? We haven't heard you. And I was like, do I have to post about this? So we're like in this world where you got to let people know what's going on and, and what your thoughts are. So what's like the proper way to do it and some improper ways that you guys have quit your jobs? Well, first of all, I mean, I was going to say you're different. So you got to post it because I still ain't never think I ever posted about my job change yet. No one here. They're like, I'm the behind the scenes girl. They don't, they don't see me no way. People care. So, you better stop. I one time I was on ESPN that I still get texted about, but I mean, the proper way, and you know, my mom works in HR, so she's always going to say is to give your two-week notice, 
Now it's appropriate, you know, to send by email before it used to be like in a letter. Um, but I mean, that's just generally the proper way. It kind of does depend if you're like a contractor or, um, you know, a W-2 employee. Um, it's to me, like when I've had to have those conversations with people, it's the hardest conversations ever when I'm leaving a place that I like. It's different if you leave in a place you ain't like, you don't, you don't bang with or whatever. But when I'm leaving a place that I like, but it's just a better opportunity for me, it's, it's always, I always, and that's just probably me, I always feel like I'm like breaking somebody's heart or something. Like it's a, it's a breakup. Like, so I've come to terms. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ahead. Like, I remember I when I left Nordstrom, the uh, store manager was like, and she's so funny because she had like a very cartoony. She was like, oh no, what are you doing? <laughs> and then I just stopped talking, like in the middle, like, I'm just not going to say nothing else. Just, I, I felt like she was going to talk me into it. But I mean, that's always the proper way. Obviously, it's a lot of improper ways and we see it on social media now. And speaking of improper ways, <laughs> anybody care to share? She's oh, going to yeah, Dexter. I mean, Oh, me? That's what you do. What I do? I'm just saying. I'm just not uh, No, you know what's crazy, though? No, Garnet, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it was definitely in proper ways, man. I've freaking quit a job. I just not showing up, like, at all. Like, <laughs> Don't call uh, those shows. Listen, it's like, yeah, I am out of here. Like, it's just, yes. Yeah, no so you didn't even me. tell them I quit? You just never came back? Never came back. I, I saw one of the co-workers. <laughs> saw one of the co-workers. Did you get your last paycheck? Huh? Did you get your last paycheck? Yeah, they, you know, they, they send that direct deposit. They send in the mail. <laughs> What's the use? I don't, you know, very, very unprofessional. Yeah, I was very unprofessional in my past. But yeah, I've how seen. Old, how old were you when you did this? Like, what was your that might have been like 25. That is not that young, Garnett. Oh my God, that at 25. Garnett, that was three years ago for you. I didn't say I was young. I said I was unprofessional. Those are two different things things where it's just like, yeah, this this isn't going to work at all. I've seen, you know, some of the coworkers and stuff. Oh, they like, yo, you didn't show up. I'm like, yo, I know. <laughs> I ain't coming back either. So, oh, wow. okay, cool. Like, so, Garnett, like, you couldn't have worked with me because I watched too much Snap and Oxygen. I'm like, he ain't show up. Should we pause? <laughs> Should we get <laughs> house? Because you never know because it takes 48 hours for the missing person report. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm I would never do that. I don't care how much I hate that job. Like, just not show up. I would at least be like, Hey, I quit. This is my last day. Right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, very- and also I think you wasted time. I've never done this, but I've always wanted to do it. I've always wanted to quit a job with an attitude. Like, I'm done with this. Just walk out. I quit. I've F- always you. wanted to do that. Right. Yeah, but like the only job I've ever had where I probably could have done it is McDonald's. But then it's like <laughs> when you get like older, it's like, yeah, you can't do that at these right. jobs like because you're going to need them they like for instance i just was interviewing and they're like okay like these are the jobs you've had in the past we're going to call all these people for a reference like i'm i'm so bad at quitting jobs the job i had in high school was at gap or banana republic right guys like i literally was working at banana republic until the pandemic hit and they closed the store <laughs> like i never quit the job because i didn't know how to i was scared <laughs> to quit the job like like i literally had that job for 14 years <laughs> Wait, what's going on with Banana Republic's HR department? Because they should have been closed out your file. Like, like sometimes they would be like, they'd be like, hey, can you come in on the weekend? I'd be like, okay, yeah, I can come in. Like, like 
Because I, I just didn't know how to quit. I didn't want to do it. And, they, and I'm like, I can only do like three hours. And they're like, oh, no problem. We just need the help just to come in. And yeah, like I, they call me one day and were like, hey, we're closing down the store. I'm really sorry. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, the language y'all should be calling. <laughs> like, actually, thank you. So I was going to say, Jax, you do know that now. I don't know if it's a law everywhere, but in Pennsylvania, when they call your professional references, all they can do is verify your dates of employment. I did hear that. Yes. But now that's with- why a lot of jobs now ask for professional and personal references. Makes because sense. Again, they know technically, legally, this job don't have to tell me nothing. But yes, Dexter, yeah, he worked here this day, this time. Yep, he worked in that role, that department. They technically, legally, that's yeah, all they have yeah. to say. I've and then the like- last job, not, not the last job that I quit, I couldn't, but the one before that that I quit, it was the job. I worked the job for five years. I loved it. I gave them a month in advance to find somebody else. I trained the new people. And then I posted on social media that I'm leaving the job. And then four months later, we were having conversations about me going back and I was so mortified. So guys, don't post on social media that you're quitting your job. Like it's the stupidest thing in the world. All these people from the past that worked there were reaching out to me. They were talking to me about it. So like for me, I'm like, if I go back, like I look crazy, like I can't do it, like I can't go back there. So, like, just just don't post about it unless you, you unless you're like Nina, you have to, you kind of have to, like, not necessarily post, but you have to let people know. But like, I was super behind the scenes. I didn't need to do that, and I wish I did. But Dex, that doesn't look crazy. There are so many people that go back to a place for if it, it might look crazy to people that know you if they know like about the job or something. But there are sometimes people that do bring people back in a higher position, a better position. Well, I mean, that's what it would have been. Yeah, yeah, like unless you was like when you're but you gotta like, say it. Bob, I'm out today. Screw y'all for all the year. And then it would look crazy if you're like, uh, as of today, I'm starting my <laughs> role. <laughs> but the crazy part about it, I never even posted that I worked there. Like, so it was like, why did you even post that you didn't work there? It was just stupid. Like, we got to stop doing that. We talk too much on social media. And then, you know, what's crazy. I was arguing with somebody on Facebook yesterday and he was being disrespectful to people or whatever. And I'm looking like, where does he work at? His his job is on his Facebook profile. I said, I'm going to send this to your job. I'm going to get you fired. Like, we got to stop talking about where we work. People don't need to know where you work at. Stop it. Yeah, I, I, to go, yeah, I think that's super crazy. I, I look at people, I'm not going to say different, but it's like you're very, like, unaware of the situation. Like, you're on social media saying whatever the heck you want. Yeah. It's not not family members following you. That's one. Fam, family members that get you out of here at Thanksgiving. Um, it's family members, you got coworkers, and depending on what business you have or, you know, what industry you're in, you know, you have potential customers that you're speaking to like this at the end of the day. So you got to be like super conscious on what you say. And I know nobody wants to be PC, but if it's going to better you, then you better do it and create, you know, do what the athletes do, create a burner account and get your team <laughs> off or something like that. But you, you definitely got to be conscious, especially in this world where they'll bring anything to the table to cancel you to get you out of here. Yes. Yeah. You know, I always like, quit everything and left everything professional. And I tried to be like really optimistic and really like positive regardless of my experience. But I feel like in the past, maybe like two, three years, I've developed this thing where I just want to be like, F you, I'm out. Like, (laughs) I don't even care anymore. But it's like, I remember my first real job. I I literally have been working since I was a teenager, like a young teenager, various fast food, you know, uh, retail, selling sneakers, everything. Right. But my first like real radio job where I was full time was at Sirius XM. 
And I loved it there so much. I had that same experience, Dex, where like I gave them ample time. I trained the new people. I even wanted to stay on board because uh, I used to I used to be like a program director, which is like they pick the music. Mm-hmm. So I was programming and I was doing on air. So I'm like, let me just stay on weekends and do on air. And they were like, no, we're good. So I <laughs> so I ended up going to work and do mornings in Philly for six years. And then um, that was a job that when I left, I wanted to be like, F you. But instead, I was like, thank you for your time. I appreciate everything that you've done because, you know, um, it, it, it the the industry that I'm in it's like so small that it's like if you do that 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 carries with you right so um but it's funny people really dissect like what you say in your goodbye men- message and like who you think and who you don't think mm-hmm. and I remember people telling me like oh so and so is pissed because you didn't think and I was like I didn't even think to I didn't think to thank so and so because so-and-so wasn't helpful in my journey. Like I only thanked people that were helpful in my job. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to thank everybody. Like just because you got a title doesn't mean I'm going to thank you. I'm going to thank people that literally helped me, you know, helped me grow and, and gave me comfort and care. So I remember that. I thought that was weird. Like why do people care who I'm not thanking? It's not any shade. Yeah. It's just like, that's like Dex, like you and I work together, Dex, right? That's like, I'm leaving. I'm like, thank you, Dex. Dex is my friend, but Dex is just my friend. Well, no, I feel like my name was mentioned. I got I really do feel like you said my name in there. I, I do feel that way. I got to look again. I'm just saying it's like that <laughs> thing. Like, it's not no, no shade on Dex. It's just Dex was my work friend, but, you know, Dex wasn't, you know, there to help me, like, become better air talent or you know when i'm about to get in trouble like yo what are you doing relax you know like so i just thought that was weird but recently i've i've been thinking about like saying a nice f you to to jobs that i do that even just writing a letter saying this is how crappy you are this is why i'm leaving peace you know i haven't done it but it definitely has crossed my mind I well, I was going to say, in some they, jobs, that what they have is the exit interview. So say you give your notice, yes. they have the, and more jobs actually need to do it. I don't know what they do with that feedback, but that's when, like, I know people that have been like, child, I, I was just in my note, like, affected, da, 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 this is my last day, but that exit interview, I went in. Because the exit interview is normally, like, your last day or something. So, you know, you 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 don't necessarily care, but you might care about burning a bridge or something like that. But I think, in Dex, you were going with this with the references. The one thing that and you, you were talking about in radio, I think just in life now, like, everybody knows somebody that knows somebody, whether they can find it on LinkedIn or whatever. So you do have to be more careful about, like, how you leave a job just because you don't know who knows that person. I did an internship um in college and I graduated college 99 years ago and then that person is now um very high up at the Eagles and we you know when we reconnected when I was going for a job at the Eagles and the crazy thing is I didn't even get the job but I really didn't get the job not because I was qualified I actually didn't get it because I was overqualified and that was his point to me like I can't get you that you're gonna be bored you're gonna be trying to leave and that doesn't make sense but the thing was I was even brought to the table because we left the internship Good. I never talked to him again. I never anything. So you don't know how far in your journey you're going to run cross paths with a a person in a position that you work with again. 
So it's just better to leave it kind of professionally if you can. So you shouldn't write the letter that says y'all suck and this is why? You can say you can do it nice, nasty in the way that they get. You want to do it in the way that they like. Is Shady and Shady? I think that might be Shady. But they go home and tell their friends like, wait, read this line because I don't know if this is Shady or not. Y'all hot mess. Y'all need to get it together. I can't. I I shouldn't write that. To be honest with you, I planned in my last time I quit, I planned to do that. Like, I was just like, I'm going to just let them know, like, what time it is, so forth and so on. But then, to be honest with you, working there and being around the people, you do kind of, you're like, I didn't hate it as much as I may have thought that I did. I'm on my way out. And then it's kind of like, there's no better punishment than you guys than losing me. Like, y'all are losing me. That's going to be a problem for you long term. So, like... Regardless of how you feel, like if I curse you out this and the third, you're not the effect of you losing me is not going to be as bad because it's going to be like, damn, we got so much work to do. But thank God he's not here with that nasty attitude. I rather it be like, oh, my God, we got so much work to do. What are we going to do? Because he's not here. Like, I want you all to miss me and call me back and keep calling me every month like y'all do. I will will say I'm happy that, you know, I left the, you know, the situation and say, thank you for the opportunity, whatever, because what I've learned is people that might literally get on your nerves when you're working with them, you might actually be able to tolerate them when you're not working with them. (laughs) And it's just a matter of like, I don't dislike you as a person. I just think you're inadequate in this position. But now that I'm no longer in my position and I have to deal with your inadequacy, I can actually talk to you now. I don't have a problem with you. (laughs) So it's like, I learned that part of it as well as like, you can literally, somebody can be under your nerves because, you know, work-wise, it's like, we there's there's no compatibility in terms of like workflow or uh, or ambition or, you know, um, um, dedication. You know, there's so many different reasons that make different, you know, people, different workers. But just because I'm not compatible with you work-wise doesn't mean that when I don't see you out, I can't kiki with you. So it's yeah. like, I've learned that part of it as well. Like, I'm kind of happy that I was never like, you know, guns blazing, middle finger up, like... I don't, you know, but um, I'm happy that I didn't do that because I I, I genuinely don't dislike anyone personally, you know, some things were just work related, you know, and then like sometimes when you sit next to someone every day, you know, or you're dealing with someone on a weekly basis and you're like, oh, now I got to go in a meeting with this dude who want (laughs) to talk forever and waste my time when this could have been an email. Like when you remove those annoying factors, that person is actually pretty cool. So sometimes. I'm glad I didn't go out that way. Frank or Nick, sometimes. Now, I mean, I mean, we, we, we can take a page out of Tom Brady book. I mean, this is like a saying we've been taught when we were younger. It's like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And that actually can go a long way because at least you didn't say anything terrible that it gets you into some like mess and yeah, it may not be you had nice words to say about them, but you didn't say anything terrible about them to even have them feel any kind of way. Like if they do, then that's on them, you know, for saying, Oh, well, they, she didn't thank me. Yeah. Well, she didn't dish you in this memo either. So <laughs> you, you better, you better pick your poison at the end of the day. So yeah, people, people take that serious. And I, and, and it made me think about that when I saw like, they literally pointed out, oh, Tom Brady didn't thank the Patriots. You know, like. I will say this, right? So he did thank them, like, wholeheartedly when he left. So did he really have to, like, run it back again? Maybe, but, like, that—that—that that, that is a thought. It's like he. I want to mention. 
Give me a I mean, he was with her for 20 years. <laughs> but I was going to say, something really bad happened, and it's definitely Nick Foles in the Philadelphia Eagles ball. <laughs> whatever happened in that offseason, it soured him for life. <laughs> <laughs> but again, out. something clearly went left, but it's enough for Robert Kraft to be like, this man, I've never, you know, I've never been around anyone with his humility, with his drive, with his am- his ambition. You know, and for for Tom to respond the way that he did again, sometimes when you're really close to people, they're on your nerves. Right. And then when you remove yourself from them, you're like, okay, well, we we could chill. We cool. I don't got to work with you no more. Maybe that was the first olive branch. Maybe, you know, nobody. They just both parties had and talked. You know, like you said, sometimes you leave a job and you're like, I'm not messing with none of them. And then or, you know, for whatever the case is, if somebody extends that olive branch, and, you know, then Tom Brady responded because sometimes that just needs to be the thing. Like yes. whether it's a friendship, a job, you know, a co-worker, somebody has to be that person that extends that olive branch and kind of start. I ain't going to say mend the relationship because I don't know what happened, but, you know, for it to even be like, OK, I respect that, too. Like we don't see eye to eye, but I respect you and I respect that. Here's the plot twist. He returns as a coach. Ooh. And that would be a big plot twist. Right. He could be a coach, though. Because he would get so frustrated with these players. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I would have done. Give, give me the helmet. I'll do it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what? <laughs> That's why I can't be a manager. I'm like, you know what? You cannot edit this point, piece you know, of audio, right? That. I'll do it. Damn it. <laughs> but you said that, Mina. Like, sometimes some people aren't good in their roles. Like, my mom, I have a family member. My mom says that about them all the time. Like, being, and she's like, that's he, you know, he's a good worker, but he's not manager material. And that's why when he gets these management jobs, it doesn't work out because everybody doesn't really know how to play that role. And so it doesn't mean he's not a good person, but you could be working under somebody that just can't foster the environment because that's just not the skills that they have. I think I've just learned in general, though, like with managers and coworkers over time, like people just have different management skills and different um resolution techniques and then people have different work ethics and i think that's what that's what causes friction in any workplace it's like you're dealing with conflict in a different way than how i would have dealt with it you know i'm very like i'm very upfront about stuff so i'm like okay well this is the problem let this is how we fix it that's the kind of person i am right everybody's not willing to be like well this is the problem every some people are like well everything is fine and we're doing great and team <laughs> spirit you know and it's like and it's like you even sit in some of these manager conferences and they're literally telling people like you have to be positive and you have to encourage the team and it's like it's almost like that that mentality of like let's give every kid a trophy i don't agree with that some kids don't need no trophies you need to be told you need to be doing better so i think it's like just different management styles and then even different work ethics which i've learned like i love my job i'm passionate about my job and i i don't have a problem doing my job all day everybody's not like that so it's like i had to understand like it sometimes it's not so much a personal friction it's more so like maybe um conflict resolution differences or maybe just different work ethics damn dropping bombs today (laughs) this is a good one (laughs) but yeah one day i'm gonna be like f you f y'all I don't know if it's in my brain. I'd be wanting to do it, but then I never do it. <laughs> it works out like, well. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure working here. It never works out well. You know who had that same mindset, right? Was Antonio Brown. <laughs> oh. 
That's, yeah. that, that's basically what that is. And yeah, it may feel good in a moment, but shit, <laughs> you right. after that moment is done, you got to look back and be like, well, damn, can I get another job again? <laughs> I don't know about that, Garnett, because one t- the, the one job, I've never been like fired before, but I was laid off at Verizon, right? And it was odd, though, because they did like a layoff and then they had us still working in a store for the last month or two. And like I went to that store super professional and sold the hell out of those phones for a month. And like I really should have been committing all types of fraud and stuff like that. And truthfully, I don't look back at that and feel good about myself. I feel like I wasted an opportunity. <laughs> you <laughs> fired me. Like I literally am going to be unemployed after the end of this month. And I'm sitting here working this job like that was stupid on my part. I mean, you're supposed to gracefully bow out, not like take off your shirt and say F you and run out of I should have been selling phones to the people who be stealing and stuff. Oh, my God. Now I'm tripping again. And you would have been a criminal. That's what would have happened. I will say I really look up to Antonio Brown because that's not something (laughs) I I could do. And I wish I could. I wish I had that in me, you know, but I I just I'm such a forward planner. I'm always well, well, how is this going to affect me in the future? Or, you know, how about, you know, like, how about if I have to work with this person in the future? Like, how about if this person becomes a boss and now I got to ask him for a job? I always think that way. But one day I'm going to pull out that middle finger one day. Even if it isn't necessarily even if it even if it's not an actual middle finger, like the figurative middle finger, like, you know, one day you know, one day I'm going to do it just Listen, to say I did it. We're so, you know, we're so similar. I've been plotting on this all my life. It's not going to happen for either one of us. I'm telling you now. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Ship is sealed. Maybe we should get we should get jobs at McDonald's. Work there for a shift. All of us. Let's work at the same McDonald's. No, I work there for a shift. We, I can guarantee somebody's going to piss us off and we can just do it. I quit. I'm done. Right. Because I'm not going to be in there like, welcome to McDonald's. I was like, guys, what we're going to do is get this together. They'd be like, everybody else might quit because of me. They're like, she ain't here trying to work, trying to organize stuff. What she think this is? Listen, just put me on the fries. I'm eating all on fries. I'm <laughs> yeah. so oh, no, you you won't have we're to quit. We're going to quit. You're going to get They'll fired. fire you. <laughs> Even better. Like, Even better because pe- people coming. understand why. I- what happened with me? They'd be like, oh, yeah, he just was eating the food. Yeah. <laughs> it's going down. The, the middle of the pool right out the thing. Next right. was up there showing that. <laughs> so that, okay, so write a letter, give two weeks notice, and be professional in your letter. Yeah. Okay. And do you, do you, you tell them what's wrong with them? Do you tell them no. what's wrong ask, with the company? If, they ask, letter, if it's an exit interview and they ask you, yes. But in your letter, no. No? No. Isn't that know. professional? No, because that letter is going to be in your file. Like, oh, your yeah, because truthfully, like for me, when I did it the one time, I just said, look, I'm done. Thank you for the opportunity. And then when they called me to ask me, like, why I was doing it, I explained why. And then they're like, uh, okay, I guess I get it. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's, like you'll get that out regardless. You don't need to, like. But technically... Isn't it the same thing? Because wouldn't they write down in your file what you said verbally? They can write down. They can write that down. But I didn't say you don't have right, no proof. I said that letter is from me. Like, and they will say they ask you questions. They ask you specific questions. So it's more about the responses from those questions than you saying, because I'm done because Sally Sue. And if she tell me to do where they say, was there an issue with your man? You know, whatever it is, then that's mm-hmm. more of a re- response thing. And sometimes... Listen, they be. How about if you want to throw somebody under the bus, though? 
that's your time. You don't do it in a letter. You do it when you talk to the person okay. directly. You can say the culture. They might ask you, like, the culture here was toxic. Da, 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 da. You know, you can say As your earring said. falls off. <laughs> your earring quit and said, bye. <laughs> <laughs> F you. Your earring like, said, F you. I've been working all day. I'm over it. <laughs> no two weeks notice either. Just That would be me so, and the prize right there. Like, I'm like, let's just let that sit. What? I am flabbergasted. I thought that was the correct thing to do. Put in the letter, this is why I'm leaving. No, it's okay. just, um, this is my last day. <laughs> oh, Thank so you, you don't have. even give two weeks. You, this is my last day. Oh, no, I'm saying whatever your last day is. Like, oh, you know, okay. I'll be moving but, as an effective. Duh, I'll be moving on. Thank you, next. So, and also, and also, one more thing. You don't. You nobody deserves to know where you're going next. Tell them that. That's when you can really tell them to kiss your butt because, like, yes. that's the first thing. Well, where are you going now? I'm going somewhere. I'm going to make more money. That's it. Right. Where I'm going somewhere where they actually know what they're doing. Thank you. I just, that just drives me crazy. You know, like, it's above you now. It's above you. Where are you going next? Like away. <laughs> I'm going somewhere where they don't treat me. They don't pay me $10 an hour <laughs> and give me no lunch breaks. <laughs> Talk about you should be happy. You have your job. Thank you. And y'all ain't got no tea or coffee in the, in, <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. I got no free amenities. I'm and over y'all. And y'all don't got remote work. And that's a no, no for me. Right. Yo, you know, what's crazy since the pandemic, so many people like require that. As their job, like remote work. That's crazy. I never in a thousand years thought I'd be able to tell a job, oh, I ain't coming to work. I want to work from home. Like, that's probably that's like my biggest, I guess, flex in my life now. I will not work inside of an office again unless I feel like it, but I don't do that. I don't do office work anymore. So how you was doing how you was teaching? (laughs) I I had to teach in a class twice, but I wasn't a teacher. (laughs) But yeah, even with that, I just I can't do it. I can't, I it's not okay to me. I don't like to commute. I want to only work from home bougie we'll see how long that lasts <laughs> right they gonna pay you half the money oh you want work from home we're gonna pay you half the money cut your your income <laughs> right. all right y'all thank you for watching and listening to the mina's house podcast next week we're supposed to have thelma Wright. right mm-hmm. uh i just want to make sure i'm saying her name correctly That's her name yep yep thelma Wright. She's a queen pin from Philadelphia. She was out here pushing weight. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, before Queen of the South, there was Queen Thelma. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we going we going What was she doing? Was she singing? Was she selling crack? What What was she selling? I guess we'll find out next <laughs> week. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was cocaine. It might have been some crack, but yeah. Can she admit that? If you went to jail, can you tell people I, I yeah, right? That's your relationship. Went to jail, you said? Yeah, she went to jail, right? Yeah, I'm saying you say if she went to jail. Like if someone went to jail and then you tell people I went to jail for selling crack, you know, like statue of limitations should be up. Right. <laughs> I just watched a documentary on Sammy the Bull who killed 19 people and he chilling in Florida right now. So you can right. do whatever you want you to can say, whatever. Yeah. Cause now, you know, they be trying to incriminate you, like say. They tried to like get you on drug charges and got you on other charges. And then you go and say, oh, I was I was selling this, this. And now they'll try to be like, oh, look, you said he was selling this. OK, let's bring you back into into court. So isn't court like a just that's just a wicked place to be, man. Be like, man. 
Yeah, it's just hard when you've done something illegal and then you got to go do interviews about it. Like, how do you talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I don't I, that's a question for her. Like, you're not worried at all, like talking about what happened to you. Like, do, do people still follow you or keep up with you or, you know, that's yeah, a question. I don't think she's worried at all. I mean, it's, you know, she did some time and paid her dues. And again, if everybody else could do it, she should be able to do it, too. Yeah, right. once you're punished, you can't be punished twice. Mm. So they, yeah, she that double jeopardy. Yeah, un- un- unless she's speaking about some completely new stuff that okay. like the case is still open and you know they're actively you know um, you know working on that. But for well, she could just say she just says entertainment. It's just like when Rick Ross raps about it. He ain't really do it. I'm like that. I ain't really do it. I'm just talking about it. allegedly. Yeah, he's talking about. I'm just chatting about it. <laughs> yeah, but you know they use that in court now, right? And then Meek Mill and Jay Z are actually you. trying to get a law passed to block that from happening. That's stupid. I, I, yeah, I completely disagree with that. I feel like people gotta be more responsible with their words. Um, oh. In order I, to, yeah, it's because I mean, at the end of the day, I get that's a good topic right there. We should talk about that topic. with yeah. her because yeah. I actually felt like. Okay, I, I get it because people are saying things in their raps that they don't live. So how could you use that against me in a court of law? Why would you say it? <laughs> it's entertainment. Well, well, There's nothing well, entertaining no. about that. Well, well, no, that's the thing. The 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 ones that aren't like living that life don't go to jail for it. It's the ones that's actually doing it. <laughs> and and it's like th- that's a conscious decision. Like J. Cole never has to worry about that in his life. So you're consciously making that decision to say whatever you need to say in order to like, you know, sell records. So that's kind of on you, buddy, because it's mad rappers that they just lie. Like like you said, Dex, they they lie about it. They <laughs> yeah, never remember, do it. remember that J. Cole song, Neighbors? The neighbors think I'm selling dope. And then literally like, or maybe in the end of the song, he's like, maybe I did or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it, it's like, it doesn't mean he's selling drugs. It, it, it's it, He's telling a story. He's, you know, he's painting the picture. It, it, it's it's entertainment. It's music. Even if it's, he's not telling his own story, he might be telling someone else's story. That's why I don't agree with that. Unless Garnett said, unless they actually are doing it, why are they telling the story about how they did it and what they're doing as well? If you like, are doing it far away from the truth, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> All right. So uh, Thelma will be joining us next week. Thank you for watching, listening. It's the 200th and 11th episode of the Mina Sauce podcast. I mean to say what? I'm Shayna B. Garnett Briscoe. Dex Stucky. Bye, guys. See you next week.